Hello, and welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the hit podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their shy sister Shelly's opinions on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is... Shelly Chatfield Allison. And we also have... Julie Chatfield Miller. And finally, our sister expert for today is... Carly Chatfield Underappreciated Holiday. <laughs> uh, we are recording this on Father's Day, which I don't think is an underappreciated holiday. What are you referring to? I just wanted to shout out to all the holidays that were unappreciated and like make <laughs> us all think about them really hard. I'm going to make you... I'm going to make you say one. Arbor Day. <laughs> <laughs> what percentage of appreciation do you want for that more than already it's receiving? I love parties. So I think every holiday <laughs> should have its own gigantic party somewhere in the world. Now is a bad time for parties, I think. I don't think people should be partying. You can party with a tree. Well, Carly, here's something you can discuss uh, briefly in like, Three sentences. Can you tell us about a dream that you had recently? There was a talent show, but it was a five talent show. And so I remember that for my five talents, it was three amazing things and then popcorn popping and then singing. And I was wondering if there was a two talent show, what would your guys' two talents be? <laughs> Do these have to be simultaneous talents or can they be like consecutive talents? So in my dream, they had to be the biggest show ever. So like you were putting on an entire show in like three minutes. So so just in your heart, you can choose whatever you want to do. Well, but also say them out loud because this is a podcast. <laughs> uh, well, in my youth, I uh, used to be able to jump rope and pogo stick at the same time. That is true. Does that count, Carly? It does count, but how are we going to add a little bit of flair to it? <laughs> a little bit of flair to standing on a pogo stick, jumping, and then jumping rope on it. <laughs> Fireworks. Flair enough for you? <laughs> set the jump rope on fire. I could uh, set up like a little uh, a little pressure pad on the stage, and when I hit the pressure pad with the, my pogo stick, then fireworks would go off. <laughs> could you also be doing a skip it? That would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I think Shelly secretly wants me dead. <laughs> well, Shelly, what would your two be? Oh, golly. I don't know. I, you haven't given me any time to think. Ah, I can't think. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, not make decisions and do anything else, obviously. Um, let's see. I could... I could make naan. I've had a lot of practice doing that lately. So I could do skill of like rolling out, frying up naan. And as I'm going back and forth between my, my rolling pin and my frying thing, be playing one of those like keep the pianos that's on the ground. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> we have one of those, Shelly. We can let you borrow it. Okay. And then I can practice. Yeah. I've got the naan part down. Now I need to learn a song on the giant <laughs> floor piano <laughs> yeah exactly well i think that i would uh pour concrete while watching paint dry because i think carly <laughs> saying it needs to be a big show to julie's thing made me decidedly anti that <laughs> it made me so mad so instead i'm going maybe the boringest that i can think of <laughs> your talent is watching paint dry I love it. And pouring concrete, Carly. <laughs> so Holly's basically got her own um, HD, wait, no, what's it called? HGTV. HGTV show. <laughs> <laughs> Home reno show. Well, uh, you know what else I have is my own podcast with my own <laughs> sisters. <laughs> it's like a five talent show all on its own. But you only said we were only listing two, so two of you have to go immediately. It's me and whoever else. <laughs> <laughs> we have a podcast. We try and figure out Shelly's opinion on a thing that is submitted to us because it is the year of the submission. And we have a new submitter, a new member of the Shelly gang along with us. Her name is Anne Sinclair. And she submitted a very good topic that 
When I told my husband about it, who usually is very stoic, he LOL'd, laughed out loud for real. <laughs> oh, That's no. so great. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb only laughs when he's laughing at something he knows is going to cause me distress. <laughs> <laughs> He sees you driving into a volcano and just, like, busts a gun. <laughs> uh, would you like to know today's topic, Shelley? Yes. <laughs> okay. You're going to feel real dumb when I say this, okay? So Well, we've dumb. already done, like, butterflies and, like, other cute things. So is it going to be, like, kittens? <laughs> <laughs> today's topic is... 6 a.m. Oh. Huh. Huh. (laughs) Which essentially is also like driving into a volcano, I guess, for some people. (laughs) My husband also laughed out loud when he heard this topic. So, Shelly, that should put you at ease. (laughs) This is a perfect Father's Day topic, then. (laughs) And did a great job. Uh, So I'm going to be doing the pro reasons why you should like 6 a.m. Julie's going to be doing the anti reasons why you shouldn't. And Carly, as our Shelly expert and a connoisseur of all sixes of time, 6 a.m., 6 p.m., Carly's going to be telling us which she thinks you'll choose. Are we ready? Yes. Ready. Yes. Thank you, Anne. (gasps) Yes, thank you, Anne, my yes, wonderful thank you, friend. Anne. I'm sorry I didn't say that enough times before. <laughs> okay, Shelly, gather around the 6 a.m. fire outside. <laughs> oh, no, please don't light 6 a.m. on fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just my traditional 6 a.m. fire campfire around the fire. Holly doesn't use an alarm clock. She just uses a fire. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have one of those Rube Goldberg machines that at 6 a.m. lights a match, but it takes mm-hmm. like it has to start at like 558 because it takes like two minutes to <laughs> to go. Yeah, it's very difficult, but it's worth it because 6 a.m. is delightful. Shelly, you should be pro 6 a.m. for these reasons. Number one, you win the day. <laughs> <laughs> when it's 6 a.m., There is a small percentage of the world. Well, I guess, yeah, 6 a.m. at every time zone. There's a small percentage of the world that's awake. I will tell you that it is so great to be able to know that if you had to, you could win the day and they would lose the day because they're asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Winning. (laughs) I love winning. And 6 a.m., Always makes me feel like a winner, 100%. I love 6 a.m. I, before I had kids, was a major morning person. Us Chatfield girlos uh, went to like a church class in high school before school started, but school started at 7.30, so we would go at 6 o'clock. I did not mind it near as much as pretty much everyone else in my home. (laughs) I feel like that gets true. Maybe a clue. Are you going to just leave Easter eggs? What you think the answer is all throughout all your points. <laughs> I loved coming out of our church class at seven o'clock. And as we were coming out, the sun was rising and it was majestic. Redlands, California is a beautiful, beautiful place at 6 a.m. when the sun is rising. I love it. It's My hometown is great. And your hometown, too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I also like 6 a.m. in other places. I've experienced it all over this country because if something is going to happen, I want it to happen earlier instead of later. Because I know... That if Anne had suggested like 3.30 p.m., I'd have to go anti. I'm very (laughs) strongly anti-afternoon. Hate it. But 6 a.m., 6 a.m. is the beginning of a winner's day. So that's my first (laughs) point. (laughs) Do you start it with a winner's breakfast too, like raw eggs or something? No. (laughs) Carnation instant breakfast is (laughs) the 6 a.m. breakfast of champions. So my second point as to why you should like 6 a.m., Shelly, is Matchbox 20 hasn't written a song about it. 
What? <laughs> Are you anti Matchbox 20? Should we just begin that conversation? Uh, that was the second thing that Anne suggested. And I said, no, 6 a.m. is too important to me. We'll get back to you, Matchbox 20. But <laughs> when Anne suggested this, and since I've been like pondering it all week, uh, all I can think about is the Matchbox 20 song, 3 a.m. How does that one go? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know that. Yeah, I'm not familiar enough with their. <laughs> okay. The 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 Shilly Gang is screaming the lyrics at at us back right now. And and so Shelly Gang, sync up with me. One, two, three. It's three AM, I must be lonely. You guys uh, remember that? Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Anybody else <laughs> wanna say yes? I just started thinking up. Uh, additional crazy lyrics because I don't know that song. <laughs> okay. I want some Cheetos and some cheesecake. <laughs> but 3AM is a song by Matchbox 20, famously a band. <laughs> Famous for being a band. And they wrote a song called 3AM, but that's not 6AM. So that's a point I wanted to make. I have three more points, luckily. So here's one. Hopefully everybody knows exactly what I'm talking about when I say <laughs> this next one. Shell, you should like 6 a.m. because it allows us to link arms with our ancestors. <laughs> okay. Uh, I can't wait to hear the rest of this point. <laughs> Shelly, 6 a.m. is a, a newish concept to the world at large, uh, time has been told in a lot of different ways over the course of human history, right? Uh-huh. 6 a.m. has been around for a long time. And <laughs> everyone we've ever been related to has experienced a 6 a.m. before. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to feel closer to the people who your genetics have come from, over the generations, you can experience 6 a.m. and you can think, I am a part of something. I am experiencing 6 a.m. just like uh, Naomi felt, our, I think, just great grandma. <laughs> or I am experiencing 6 a.m. much like Abraham Lincoln did. <laughs> <laughs> Famous for being our ancestor. <laughs> so if you want to feel closer you can do it through that way because something else that's good about 6 a.m i'm kind of going off of the script here but it is an invigorating time that can really tell you you're alive baby and i love that about 6 a.m but i think it's more important to think i am alive and so have other people been that I am related to. Is this now is this a special like meditation you do every day at 6 a.m.? You just wake up and like consider like, think about it. Abraham Lincoln used to look at the same sunrise or like you know. Hey, that is cool. The same sun. <laughs> I admit that I have gotten weepy over the beauty of a new morning before. I think it's called sleep exhaustion. <laughs> you're just, you wake up and you're just like, I'm so tired. <laughs> I have been inspired to tears by a sunrise. And that's, that's beautiful. Real. And you know what? Not even the actual sun rising. Like, just by the newness of a day. I feel that's like nice. I can picture you like in one of those big like big shruggy cardigans like with you know two hands on like a steaming cup of something warm like sitting out on your patio just like watching the sunrise like how you would in a movie or like a commercial <laughs> I don't know I was envisioning her like on a grassy field staring up at the sky and like <laughs> yeah. wearing Beauty and the Beast clothes <laughs> guys in my head canon I am standing on top of the Center Street uh, church building in Redlands, California, wearing all of Xena, the warrior princess clothing. <laughs> How'd you get up on top of the church building? <laughs> <laughs> Making that Xena sound as I welcome the day. <laughs> she did a Xena backflip onto the top of the building. That's true. Okay. 
I can see it now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have two more points why you should like 6 a.m. I've already kind of alluded to this one, so I'm sorry to repeat myself, but my brain just functions better at 6 a.m. I'm sorry, is what I wrote. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> one of the hardest things about quarantine for me Uh, It really hasn't changed a lot for my personal day because I'm a stay-at-home mom, you know. But one thing that has really changed for me is that I don't have the day to just do whatever I want while the kids are at school and my husband's at work. Mm -hmm. And and that's—I'm very happy that that's, like, my biggest concern during all of this. But it is really hard because I love to accomplish things. And I spent so much of my parenting career being around my kids 24-7 when I couldn't accomplish, like, even, like, eating a peanut butter sandwich. (laughs) And Julie's laughing because she currently has kids that age who will keep her from eating a sandwich because they've already eaten it. Uh, Oh, But I love to accomplish things. And so the things that I have to accomplish now, I have to do once the kids go to bed. And uh, my brain does not function right at night. It is it is ready to go night-night or at least to shut down from any, like, useful thoughts or abilities. <laughs> so I love being awake in the morning and accomplishing. And that is just what my brain tells me. And I know that that one's a little more personal than linking arms with your ancestors. That one's everybody can do that. (laughs) But uh, I love, I'm obsessed with my brain. I love my brain. I wish wish everybody could feel the way about their brain that I do about mine because I love it. And so it is hard for me when it is not functioning properly. And uh, there are a lot of reasons for that. Like, did you know that when your thyroid doesn't work, it makes your brain not be able to work very good? Hmm. Like there's that or vitamin D deficiency also. Lots of stuff. When it's 6 a.m., you feel like you can do it because that is a good time of day to be alive and awake. (laughs) I was going to say, I like being alive all day long. (laughs) But again, this goes back to what I was saying before, like 6 a.m. says to me, anything can happen during this day and you are alive and you can make it happen. 3.30 p.m. says, dang, dog, you didn't get much done today and there's not much day left, so you're hosed. (laughs) How rude of 3.38 p.m. (laughs) That's what I told you. The afternoons are very mean and bad. (laughs) Okay, I have one more point, Shelly, as to why you should be pro 6 a.m. And this one is for everyone. This one, we could, and by we, I mean everybody. With this one, everybody can have a piece of 6 a.m. Are you ready? (laughs) Yeah. Don't laugh. It's serious. (laughs) Shelly, 6 a.m. can be seen from the front or the back. And I like that. Huh? (laughs) It sounds pretty (laughs) awful to me either way. (laughs) One is more tiring than the other, in my opinion. You can stay up all night. It's 5.59 a.m. The clock ticks over. Boom. 6 a.m. You've done it. You've stayed up all night. But (laughs) you can also... Go rest, rest, rest with your eyes. It's 5.59. It clicks over to 6 a.m. Your alarm goes off, and then you jump up out of bed, and you said, I've done it. I've seen 6 (laughs) a.m. So it is for everybody. If you like to stay up late, I mean. And go to bed at 6 a.m. every day? That's cuckoo bananas. (laughs) No, and you don't even have to go to bed at 6 a.m. What I'm saying is if you stay up all night, and then you stay up all the day after, You've seen 6 a.m. It was a brief moment. It was 60 (laughs) seconds, but you saw it. Our mommy does that all the time. Our mom works front desk at a hotel, uh, the graveyard shift. So, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Mom, you be seeing 6 a.m. constantly from the back end. (laughs) Yikes. And sometimes that's fun. Sometimes you're a college student who just stays up with your homies and does whatever all night. And then it's like 6 a.m. is like a celebration because it feels like the beginning of the real morning. If you're like 
up at 4.30, you're like, ugh, you know, it still doesn't feel like morning yet. So so morning is, so staying up all night, anytime after six, you've done it. You've done the dang thing. You, <laughs> you don't have to stay up till like the sun rises or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is fun. And I've done that in my life before. But I'm 35 years old now. If I did that, I would be, oh, what would I be? A murderer? <laughs> <laughs> if you did it once? Or if you did it regularly. Shelly, uh, I just have to tell you that if I did it, like, if I stayed up tonight and then went all the way to 6 a.m. and then beyond, uh-huh. it's a good thing that you are about half an hour away from me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good to know I'm outside of the killing zone. <laughs> uh-huh. But just, Shelly, watch your back at 630. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. If I went to sleep tonight, I got a good night's rest and then woke up at 6 a.m. It would be really sad that you and I were 30 minutes apart because I've made a full breakfast. <laughs> at 6? You're up and then full breakfast at 6? <laughs> That's impressive. I have another one of those Rube Goldberg machines that really does a lot of the work. But. <laughs> and it cooks the, the breakfast over your open, like, huge bonfire that you have at 6 a.m. <laughs> uh-huh. Perfect. (laughs) So, Shelly, I hope that you can see 6 a.m. through a lot of lenses. I know it's a complex matter, but what it really is, is something that we all have experienced and can appreciate. All of us, all of us in the human race, (laughs) Shelly. I feel like you're about to to say that you're going to vote um, 6 a.m. for president in 2020. Uh, that's enough of me. I've talked a lot. Julie, what about you? This whole time you have been talking, I've been having like PTSD flashbacks of all the six terrible 6 a.m.s I've had to witness in my own life. (laughs) 6 a.m. My first point, so early. It is too early, I would say. It it comes so soon after 10 p.m. You know what I'm saying? If my bedtime is 10 p.m. and I go to sleep right on the dot, 6 a.m. just is too er- too soon after that. <laughs> I, I, d- I don't get enough beauty rest if I wake up at 6 a.m. And here's a confession. I don't usually go to bed at 10 p.m. on the dot. And you have a baby who doesn't like to sleep all night long. <sighs> You're right. <laughs> So you're saying, but you're saying that, you know, if you're going to get eight hours of sleep, like what, like an adult needs, that the the window from eight to six is just not the best window. <laughs> so I'm an adult who needs more than eight hours of sleep. <laughs> it's been true all my life. For the past many moons, I have not gotten that full eight plus hours that I need because <laughs> I do have a little baby. And at the moment, she is teething. And she is not taking it well. And before you had that little baby, you had three other little babies. (laughs) Oh, I surely did. Uh, Some of them slept well. Some of them didn't. And you know what? Anytime any one of them woke up at 6 a.m., I was like, well, my day's ruined. (laughs) (laughs) So instead of seizing the day you're just like well the day's already over <laughs> day's a bust. i wasn't i wasn't gonna go i wasn't gonna go into this but now that we're here might as well if my baby wakes up at like 5 6 o'clock i'm like well it's too late in the night to try and put them to bed and expect them to get more restful sleep and then like my other kids are gonna wake up but it's like too early in the day to be awake and have the morning and start my day. It's just, oh, it's awful. I hate it. And guess what? That's around the time my baby's been waking up the past few days. Oh, Hooray. so this topic's personal. Is what oh, you're saying. it's so personal. It's really personal, guys. And I've been waking up so early lately, so I might get emotional. I've been waking up at 6 a.m. Um, so, Shelly, it's so early. It's so early. Every time I hear someone say, I love to wake up at 6 a.m. because I love getting things done. I say, can't you just do it later? 
<laughs> seven even seven o'clock that's fine but six o'clock really really guys can't you just <laughs> just do it later <laughs> so you're saying there's nothing that can be done at six o'clock that that can't be done any other time <laughs> that is what i'm saying i know i already said this but that's not true for my brain because my brain later in the day is like nope you're done son <laughs> So your brain only functions from like 6 o'clock to 2.59 p.m. My brain is like a restaurant that only serves breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Delicious. It starts pretty early and goes until about afternoon. And then (laughs) that's it. (laughs) If it's like a McDonald's breakfast or something, that's only like... 10 or 11 o'clock that your brain's going to then. No, but it's more like, okay, I guess like breakfast and brunch. Got it. All right. For me, I could just do it later. When would you say is your brain's optimal window during the day? What kind of restaurant is your brain like? (laughs) My brain is like one of those late night diners, cafes, where people go late at night to have their last cup of coffee. Uh Uh-huh. You know what? I love that time. I am a total like night owl. I was going to say that I'm not a morning person at all. I'm the complete opposite. I'm a morning monster. (laughs) (laughs) Like my kids know not to ask too much of me in the morning. Like no matter what time I wake up, I need like an hour to get myself going. It's just hard. Fortunately, my husband is very much a morning person. He is the kind of person who like his alarm goes off and his eyes can shoot open and he just like gets up and starts doing stuff and like talking like a normal person. I'm like, I don't understand how you could do that. (laughs) Shelly, 6 a.m. is the worst because in the winter, it's so dark. It's still night. I need sunlight. And Holly talked a lot about sunrises. If you want to see the sun do something... Watch a sunset. You don't have to watch your eyes. Watch it set. <laughs> sunsets. Okay, here's a here's a, a controversial opinion. Sunsets are kind of depressing to me. <laughs> the the death of the day. Yep. Okay, I have a confession to make. I have seen at least one sunrise in my life and enjoyed it. <laughs> That's shocking. <laughs> there, there was a wild, wild time of my life when I was an early morning custodian at my college of choice, BYU. So I would get up at 4.30, make my way to work at 5 o'clock, and then clean until about 8 or 8.30. And so I got to see the sunrise every morning, and I'll admit it was very beautiful. But I will also admit I would have rather not seen it. And guess how many t- guess how many times I've woken up uh, in order to see a sunrise? Zero. <laughs> it is so not worth it to me to watch a sunrise to uh, get up in time to see one. Here's my next point, Shelley. I'd rather be sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> You've been really keeping that one hidden so far. I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm glad I kept it near the end to reveal it. A nice big reveal. <laughs> Um, 6 a.m. is generally a chilly time of day, and I'm not into that. I don't want to have a chilly time of day. I want to have a nice warm time of day, even in the the warm summer days. My husband, I love him, but he's a, a warm man. For instance, he went out today, and when he came back, he had to sit down and sit in front of a fan, and one of the kids started messing with the fan, and he was like, guys... If you don't stop messing with it, I will die. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert, he didn't die. But I am not like him. I don't mind a warm day. I am instead like my daughter, Ruby, who uh, every time she goes outside, she comes back in and she's like, Mom, it feels so good outside. And at first I was like, what does she mean? Like, does it feel cool? And I was like, how does it feel? She's like, it's so warm. It feels way better than it does inside. <laughs> like, <laughs> you are my daughter. And you know what? 6 a.m. tends to be a chillier time of day. And I, I'd rather not experience that. I'd rather be in my warm, snuggly bed for as long as possible. <laughs> 
That's shocking <laughs> and totally unexpected and off brand for you. <laughs> I would also like to speak up and say that I also love my bed. It's just that my bed is complicated. <laughs> Your bed is kind of fraught with uh, dangers. <laughs> But I also, it's so smushy and wonderful, so I love it. But I am also scared when I'm in it. <laughs> Caleb the Crusher. Caleb the Crusher Flanagan. <laughs> he does it with love, but also with muscle. <laughs> oh, but Shelly, 6 a.m. is like the perfect time to be snuggly inside your bed. That is the time when I least want to get out. Um, because I know that if I get out, I'll have to stay out. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Any other time before that, I could like, if the baby wakes up at 4 a.m., I'm like, okay, this is fine. We'll go feed her, put her back in her bed. She'll sleep. And then I'll go back to my bed and sleep. But if six o'clock, no, that's not happening because I wake up and get her. And then somebody else comes down and they're like, mom, we need you to care for us because we're your children. And I'm like, oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Julie, I'm laughing out of solidarity because I, I remember I this feeling. I know. Uh, and my my dear son, Theo, is really into the, the book series, The 39 Clues. We calculated today. He has listened to the audiobook version of 21 books in this series so far. Oh, wow. He is very, a very voracious listener. Um, but we, he only listens to it on my phone, which is totally fine, except for... The fact that he wakes up every morning at like 6 or 6.30 and sneaks very quietly into our bedroom and scares the crap out of me when I realize there's a human being standing like six inches from my face. (laughs) (laughs) And so then he scares me and then he goes, can I listen to the 39 clues? (laughs) And I say, no, go away. And I roll over. (laughs) And it happens every day? Yes. 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 Yes, it does. <laughs> I love Thea so much. <laughs> but you know what? I'd rather not experience that time of day. I would much rather experience sleeping, warm, cozy blankies, uh, more sleeping, and um, not having to do anything except sleep and experience <laughs> warm, fuzzy blankies. All right, Julie, I've got I've got another question. Okay. In a perfect world where there are, is no children that need uh, attention like uh, at any time of the day, what would time would you wake up if you could choose? If my children <laughs> I love my children, but if I could just like put them on pause for like uh-huh. a week and just get a good night's sleep every night. I would probably roll up out of bed at like 8.30, 9 o'clock. That's not bad. No matter what time I went to bed. Okay. But there was a time in my life when I could sleep until like 11 a.m. Uh-huh. That's bonkers to me. <laughs> <laughs> when I worked, when I did early morning custodial, I would wake up at 4.30 a.m. And then I would work and then come home and sleep until noon. And um, my room roommate, the one who had like shared a room with me, she didn't know I had an early morning job. And so she would like get up after I had already come home and gone back to bed. And she's like, my roommate is so lazy. She sleeps until like noon every day. (laughs) But then I told her that I worked. She's like, oh, and now we're best friends. So... Ah, so that's a good that's one good thing about 6 a.m. is you can pull pranks on people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's it. That's all I got, Shelly. And if that doesn't convince you, I don't know what will. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's Carly's turn. Carly, based on your years of knowing Shelly and all the cool things Julie and I just said, what do you think Shelly will choose about 6 a.m.? Well, I just want to let you guys know. That this is something that I do not have a strong opinion what? on. What? So, That's shocking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with either one. And so since I'm okay with either one, I think Shelly 
will have a very strong opinion on it. I think <laughs> that her opinion will be the strongest. The universe must be balanced. That <laughs> <laughs> she will be very passionate about not waking up at 6 a.m. I think that it's a good idea in her head. Like she'll be like, hmm, if I could wake up at 6 a.m., then my life would be better. But no, it wouldn't, Shelly. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> That's what I think Shelly will think. Now is the time we've all been waiting for the opinion of the MVP of this podcast, the most village people podcaster, Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> you like that, Carly? I'm so glad. Shelly, is it fun? currently to stay at the YMCA? Uh, it is. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> the, building that, the building that used to be the YMCA here in Ogden got torn down this week. So <laughs> currently the one in Ogden is not a fun place to stay unless you like to sleep on rubble. <laughs> Shelly, what do you think about 6 a.m.? Well, normally I take notes while everyone is talking and I forgot to get my notebook today. So I'm going to have to go off of mostly just feelings. <laughs> my memory is not so great. Search your feelings, Shelly. <laughs> I know everyone but Carly feels very strongly about this topic, which is amazing. <laughs> um, I am glad I'm not in the kill zone for Holly. <laughs> Uh, but I'm also sad I'm missing out on giant bonfire breakfast. <laughs> no shocker here that Julie hates 6 a.m. <laughs> so I guess I'll just come out and say it. Julie and I, I almost said Julie and I were roommates. I guess kind of technically we were. We were, <laughs> we we were, were. long ago. <laughs> Julie and I uh, used to sleep on bunk beds together for a long time and uh, I felt like that was a good match because uh, we both are sleepy girls <laughs> I don't I think if you know there was one of us who was consistently like waking up at 6 a.m to go like link arms with your ancestors <laughs> and like like be inspired by the sunrise and stuff, then the other one would have been unhappy so I'm glad we both were sleepy girls uh, because yeah, 6 a.m. doesn't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> I am a night owl, not, I guess, a little bit by choice and a little bit by circumstance. Um, I am up late a lot. And I think more, th more that's how my body naturally rolls anyway. I could never have been the kind of person who had an early morning custodial job. <laughs> in fact, when I was searching for my first job in college, when I got to BYU and I was looking for a job, I was like, okay, there's tons of available spots that I could get in these early morning jobs. No way. <laughs> because <laughs> I know that if I wake up at 4.30, I will not function the rest of the day. Like, even if I had to wake up at 6 to go do a job or go to class or do anything, <laughs> I couldn't do it. I, I would be dysfunctional the rest of the day. <laughs> I would just be like... Nope, my day's already started off terrible. My brain will never recover. <laughs> this is the worst. Uh, I can't do it. <laughs> and I have actually a few times recently, because my sleeping schedule is so weird, I have actually seen the front side of 6 a.m. a couple times oh, recently. No. And it's the pit. <laughs> I, I would, you know, look at the clock and I'd be like, it is freaking 6 o'clock. It's now too late like it's now dumb time <laughs> like, like, this day is shot like i can't do this anymore Shelly, have you ever seen the front of 6 a.m after doing something fun all night i'm trying to think i i know i stayed up very very late sometimes like doing fun things but i'm not sure it was ever 6 a.m late <laughs> That is wild to me. I, as someone who, uh, I, I like to sleep. I like to be well rested. I also like to get up very early. I have had a lot, a lot of fun staying up all night. I think that is a very fun thing to do when you're young. That is the craziest thing. That sounds like there is nothing, there's no amount of fun that would make that worth it to me. <laughs> yeah, I think like for me, 6 a.m. isn't the worst time of day, but <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely down there. What's the worst? What Go on the record. Say what the worst is. 3 a.m. <laughs> hey, you know who else thinks that is the worst? Dad. 
Yeah. Yeah. Our daddy. Happy Father's Day, daddy. 3 a.m. is the worst. <laughs> yeah. Three, like three o'clock is the worst because it's like, if you're up till then, it's so late. And if you wake up then, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> There's nothing worth doing at 3 a.m. <laughs> you know who else hates 3 a.m.? Matchbox 20. You're pretty lonely at 3 a.m. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, so 6 a.m. What what else about 6 a.m.? It is a good time to be in your bed and snugly. Um, and it is dark during the winter. It's stupid. <laughs> I even got one of those sunrise alarm clocks to help me this winter. And I almost always every day is waking up at 6 a.m. just and I'm looking outside going, this is technically still night because it's so stinking dark outside. <laughs> Why is anybody doing anything at this time of day? Don't you feel like a superhero if you wake up before the sun? No. I go, the sun has the right idea. (laughs) I feel like I could kick through 30 walls if I wake up before the sun. (laughs) There was a time in my life when my son had to get on the bus, the school bus, at 6.50 in the morning. And in the middle of winter in Ithaca, it was the worst possible thing of my whole life. It was dark. It was cold. It was early. It was awful. There's not a lot I would rather be doing than be in bed at six o'clock. Like, <laughs> I there's there's definitely I I agree with Julie's point of there's nothing you could be doing at six o'clock that can't just be done another time of day. <laughs> That's not true. That's Name not true. One thing you can have the the pride of waking up at six o'clock. Like for the rest of the day, you can be like. <laughs> So you're saying moral today. superiority is the best thing about waking up at six o'clock. You know what? I feel that yes. way about a lot of things in my life. A moral superiority. But I've never felt that way about waking up early. For that's just for me. That's like for my well-being. And Shelly, I am so proud of you for not fully calling me out during this entire podcast episode. Because the last time that I saw 6 a.m. with you. We were already halfway through Utah when we were driving together to uh, Chatfield HQ, and I like to leave early Uh because there's one thing I love. It's seeing the sunrise on the Utah (laughs) plains. (laughs) And so, Shelly, thank you so much for not calling me out for being a big, big bully about that. No, I mean, (laughs) I get... Other people liking 6 a.m. I feel like I'm fine with other people liking 6 a.m. But for me and in my house, we will not be serving 6 a.m. <laughs> Are your husband and your son morning people? Rick used to not be. Rick used to be like me and like on the weekend would love to sleep until like 11 o'clock. <laughs> but now he, his his older man body <laughs> does not like to sleep past about 7:30. He's up almost every day about 7:30. He's not like up rip raring to go, but you know, he he doesn't take him too long to get going. It takes me still a long time to get mentally going if I have to wake up earlier in the day. And my son um is a morning person because he can play on the computer when he gets up <laughs> for just a little while. And so if there are days where he's been like punished and he loses that computer time, he won't get up early. <laughs> so computer <laughs> makes him morning person. <laughs> yeah, that's tricky because uh, my kids, if they aren't sleeping well or whatever, I would definitely be like, you're punished. So they'll be like, why? And I'm like, because you need to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking this defeat pretty hard because I didn't realize that I had like values connected to 6 a.m. until I really started thinking about it. So, Shelly, thanks for sharing your opinion, I guess, about 6 a.m. But now we are moving on to our segment, Superlatives. Shelly gang, in superlatives, we kind of give each other some, uh, you know, superlatives like you do in the yearbook. You vote for the people who deserve best smile or friend to all. 
The theme for this superlatives is summer. We're summer girlos here. And the first person to give her superlative is Carly. Hooray! Okay, Holly. I take these superlatives very seriously. I think that you are the most likely to get a sunburn. Oh. <laughs> it's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just put a, a basketball half court in our backyard uh, this week. And so we've already been out a little bit. And guess what? Chagirl has a bit of a sunburn. And I wasn't even really doing that much. And I got really, really uh, woozy and almost passed out. So. I'm fine. I'm fine. But what I will say is that I'm so happy that we have that in our backyard now, but I'm just not meant for outside. (laughs) 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 Yeah, uh, Carly, that's a good one because it reminds me to put on my SPF 90. Yes. (laughs) Ooh. Uh, Thank you, Carly. And now I'll take the microphone and hand out this superlative that I've been saving for Shelly. It is akin to mine. I didn't even know. Shelly, I voted you most likely to get a deep tan. Oh, thanks. (laughs) That's just not true, Holly. On this podcast, it is true. What I was going to say, if our sister Kelly were here, Shelly would not have won this vote. Yes, Yes, and I I would concede if she were here. (laughs) But Shelly, I'm so proud of you for having such golden skin. And as Carly has already mentioned, I can never achieve it. Oh yeah, we laugh so we don't cry. You know? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking you could, you would die trying. I think <laughs> if you, well, if you Holly, get a golden tan. Holly, you and I freckle in the sun. Yes, um, and I've always said that I maybe I can get enough freckles to cover my entire skin, so that would that would look like a tan. I I've just gotten so many really bad sunburns in my life that I just know I'm not even going to die trying because it's not worth it to me because I know I will die trying. <laughs> yep. But Shelly, you have beautiful golden skin and you take your doggy for walks and stuff like that. So it's happening for you this summer. Yep. Got to get that vitamin D, baby. <laughs> I get my vitamin D from a pill. In fact, five pills every day. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Shelly, it's your turn. I uh, was thinking a lot about our sister, Julie, and uh, I am giving her the award for beachiest babe. Because our sister, Julie, loves the beach. And if she could, I think she'd be there every day. I would. You're correct. (laughs) Man, why don't I live at the beach? How close is the closest beach to you, Julie, in Virginia? I think it's like... Like an hour and a half drive. We haven't been to the beach before here in Virginia because all last summer I was pregnant, didn't want to drive or be hot and tired at the beach. And this year there's a pandemic. So we haven't actually been yet. When I do, I hope I'll come back home because (laughs) I hope I don't just stay there because I love it so much. Well, Julie, do you have any superlatives to give? I do. Carly, this one's for you. I vote you. Most likely to fry an egg on your sidewalk. Because <laughs> you live in a hot, hot place. We bake cookies in our car more than we fry on fry <laughs> on eggs. Is that because you're trying to sell your car on the real estate market and the smell <laughs> of baked, fresh baked cookies makes it easier to sell? No. <laughs> That's crazy. People don't do that. <laughs> no, she... Carly's just got a sweet tooth. She doesn't like a fried egg. <laughs> no, it's just way more it's way more edible than frying it on a sidewalk. How have you ever tried frying an egg on a sidewalk? No, but I know that Ty did in our hometown. Oh gosh, from the extreme home makeover. <laughs> oh, Ty Pennington, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that so, is not where I thought this conversation was going to go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, now I'm hungry for eggs. <laughs> I'm hungry for car cookies. <laughs> <laughs> and for real estate investing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, uh, this has been our segment, Superlatives. Shelly Gang, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, we've done a lot of talking. In fact, a w- about one hour of talking. And my mouth is so tired. But if you want to hear people whose mouths aren't tired of talking, you should go to our podcast network that we belong to called PodiconGo.com. There you can find family-friendly and very strong mouths like muscles, people who make podcasts for all ages, for every ear, for all the people who like to hear talking. They make them. If you go to podicongo.com, you'll find something there that you like, I promise. Something else that you might like is going to our website, shellyhasopinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, hasopinions.com. There you can find all sorts of things that might be interesting to you, and I won't have to talk a lick while you look. You can do what Anne Sinclair did. You can contact us through our contact page and submit your topics that you might want to get Shelly's opinions on. I hope it's not 6 a.m. again, because we can't (laughs) choose that. I also hope it's not 3.30 p.m., because I've already said what I think about that. Or 3 (laughs) a.m., because we already know what I think about that. (laughs) You can check out all of our old episodes there. In fact, I was just listening to one the other day that was making me LOLOLOL, and it was Best Dipping Sauces, which I think was like our number three episode. And it was just so funny and made me so hungry. But mostly, Shelly Gang, we just want you to come back next week. Also, if you would please share this episode with your friends and homies, we'd really like that because we love to expand the Shelly Gang. And Shelly is getting really antsy. She can't even stay in her seat. And the only way we can do that is with more Shelly Gang. We can keep her at bay with more (laughs) Shelly Gang. All surrounding her with their arms crossed, looking down disapprovingly at her. So then she won't wiggle. Shelly, would that work on you? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with that, thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I love you, Anne. Bye-bye. Gosh dang it, Shelly, where are you? Hi, we are Captain Ryan Stories, a kid's story podcast meant for bedtime, long car rides, or just to capture kids' attention. Come set sail with Captain Ryan, Brady, and Nora as they adventure to new places and learn life lessons along the way. We promise you'll love it. You can find us in all major podcast listening services, and you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. 